Welcome to MedTech Chat, where we discover the latest healthcare tools, device technology, as well as research approaches. We'll be talking to designers, insight professionals, and other executives to better understand how MedTech is helping patients and those caring for them now and in the future. So I'm very excited to be talking to Gary Monk today. Gary's a respected global thought leader in the digital health space. He's been working in healthcare for over 20 years, with much of that time spent developing innovation solutions using digital and technology. He keeps his finger firmly on the pulse of the digital health space and writes a monthly summary called Last Month in Digital Health. So thanks for joining me today, Gary. Pleasure to be here, Tom. Thanks for the invite. I'm curious if you can just tell us a little bit about sort of how you got into this kind of work. Yeah, I guess I I wouldn't necessarily say I fell into it, um, but it's been a bit of an evolution. So I've been in, um, I think you might have said, been in healthcare for about 20 years. Um, and um, my, my background is pretty varied. I worked as a, a pharmaceutical sales rep. Before that, I did some time in consumer healthcare, worked in business IT. And I think there was really getting the, the inspiration for seeing kind of what wasn't working, mainly from a commercial um, marketing and, and digital perspective, you know, that we were leaving money on the table um, with not being able to segment our customers correctly, not being able to reach them through the right channels. You know, and that, and that was back in, what, the, the late 2000s or 2000s, you know, or, or even mid-2000s when I saw that 2005. But, you know, digital might have been kind of in its infancy, but I, th- I, I even felt then as a pharma company, we were still kind of behind. Um, so I won't give you the full history of my career, but I moved into a marketing role, started to try and fill that gap myself in terms of you know, doing more meaningful um, digital communications to patients and doctors across various channels. Um, spent quite a bit in time in pharma doing that, realized I love doing it so much and, and, and solving problems and meeting customer needs through digital. I moved into agency and consultancy side about, about 10 years ago. So apart from some interim assignments, I've not gone back into pharma. So I've, I guess I've straddled both sides of the, the fence, if you like. And then um, I guess last last point, I've kind of got into to doing, you know, more and more writing, more thought leadership. Um, in the space, as well as keeping keeping doing the, doing up doing the consultancy. So, I hope that sort of helps. But it was a bit of a bit of an evolution over quite a bit of time that's kind of got me to where I am today. Yeah, that's fascinating. I feel like a lot of us kind of find our way on this journey and get to you know a new place uh, that we find you know inspirational. Um, you clearly publish a lot of social content about digital health. How would you describe the content you share? Yeah, it, it's it's sort of varied. I try and do it, I guess, there's a few layers to it, really. The first is sort of a, a selfish one, if you like, because I find, I find it's a great way to organize my thoughts, um, summarizing the news that's out there, the latest developments in digital health, doing that on LinkedIn, on Twitter, um, doing my monthly monthly newsletter. And it was sort of, it kind of helped me through the darker times. I'm, I'm lucky that I do get quite a lot of people engaging with my content. But when I sort of started out, it sometimes felt a bit frustrating, maybe from an ego perspective. I'm doing all this work and it seems no one's really interested. Um, but I sort of kept myself going with regular publishing because I was actually getting some benefit myself, even if I felt no one was looking. And I'm sure people were. Um, but in terms of being able to organize my thoughts and help my own learning and, and personal development. So I guess that's, that's sort of the first foundation. Um, as you might have seen and people, some people might have seen, I like to share um, the latest developments, news, particularly around digital health and technology. Um, 
but do that in a way that kind of summarizes it, makes it easy to digest because there's so much out there, so much new developments. And as I said, it kind of helps me. It's quite a lot of work doing that. But obviously, there's that, you know, I'm, I'm helping myself, but also hopefully helping my, my network by giving them stuff that's easy to digest. Um, and then adding another layer, I, I, I tend to do work that um, when I get time, do research and sort of join the dots, if you like. You know, one example is um, recently mapped. It wasn't extensive, but mapped the ecosystem of connections between pharma companies, the partnerships with tech companies. You know, and I found some quite fascinating connections there and interactions that I wouldn't necessarily have seen from, you know, reading or sharing dozens of articles. And then I guess the other layer on that, which I try to do is, okay, great, there's news, this is the current thinking, but trying to challenge that, 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 that thinking, you know, what are other ways we could do things and, and, and looking, at, looking at trends and, you know, if you like, challenging the status quo. So I guess I'm trying to do a lot from, from, from journalism to thought leading, to, you know, to sort of challenging content. So, um, you know, it seems to work okay, but I guess it, it's a sort of a, a breadth, breadth of stuff and uh, objectives that I, I try to cover with, with the stuff that I publish. That, I think mean, it's really important stuff. I'm very glad you do that. And I think that's how I actually found you as I came across some of your work. So I appreciate it myself. Um, and of course, I'm trying to do, you know, similar things and trying to look at the space and be able to interact and put out content. And, you know, it's not clear when people are paying attention, but uh, in some ways you're doing it for yourself, as you say. Yeah, definitely. I'm curious, has any of this brought you any new business, this type of work? Yeah, it's, it's interesting you should say that. I mean, um, it's not my primary goal, but obviously it's a nice, it's nice to have if you feel what you're doing, because I, you know, I don't get paid for, for publishing um, the content. Um, so obviously it's nice to think you're going to get something at, at the end of it, even if it's not the sole reason for doing it. Um, but I would say it's sort of mixed. It's probably brought me um, more sort of interesting interactions. People have definitely contacted me saying they want to work with me. Sometimes that's worked out. Sometimes we haven't found a project to work on. Um, other people have contacted me for help, which has been quite, 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 you know, good. I'm open to sort of, you know, obviously I like paid work, but, you know, I've helped some startups out, given people advice, uh, you know, in, in, in my network. Um, yeah. And then other people, you know, contact me for other, you know, uh, you know, advice about work and uh, careers. Um, so yeah, it, it's been a mix. De definitely, definitely get a lot more inter interesting connections. And I think what it what it also helps with is if I am sort of proactively reaching out to people about you know maybe potentially new business, it helps if they've seen my stuff, read my stuff, you know, and the door's a bit more open for an interaction rather than if they've uh, you know if they've never never heard me. So yeah, I'd say in, mm -hmm. indirectly, Tom, it definitely helps. But it's not like I get people sending me checks through the post. But I mean, it's certainly mm -hmm. it's certainly useful. Well, that's great to hear that. And I'm curious if you could just give us kind of an example of the type of project you might work on to, to really solidify in our minds of what kind of things you're looking at. Yeah, so um, I guess, you know, it, it's a range, but a, a kind of typical one would be, um, I'm trying to, trying to say it without sort of buzzwords, but if you imagine a kind of, uh, you know, a, a digital health um it could be a landscaping project, so working for, for example, a, a med tech or a pharmaceutical company, and looking at their product, um, you know, pipeline, looking at their their, their strategy, uh, you know, who could they potentially partner with, what technologies are out there, um, you know, how could they, you know, wrap technologies and services to meet the needs of the patients, potentially around their around their products, or maybe without their products around their therapy areas. So I get I guess merging in from 
um, you know, business insights and, and research. And sorry, the phone's going. I'll explain in a bit. There's a phone going in the back. So hopefully that hopefully that will go off. But there's a, there's a reason for that. But I don't need to answer it. Um, um, but yeah, yeah. There's there's um, a range of yeah, yeah, yeah. So 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 that so, so as I was think I was saying before I was interrupted from insights through to strategy. Um, so what's the gotcha. uh, what's the what's the what's the sort of commercial um, you know, you know, strategy and how should we actually implement? So I tend to do a lot of those projects, um, which is fun. And then um, what I do like doing, even though I feel I'm more of a strategist, doing some of the hands-on implementation of, um, of, of projects. Uh, so, so actually, how do, how do we go and acquire patients, get them comfortable with using this technology? To be honest, I probably do less of that, but I also find that fascinating in terms of where the rubber meets the road of a, of a plan. You know, is it going to work and is it going to be, be effective? So, um, yeah. Uh, it's probably quite broad, but that, that, that's the ideal sort of project. The other thing I'd add in is, is as well, I like doing, if you like, the real work, but I think there's a value in training. But I like to do a mix of actually doing cutting-edge consultancy projects, but also, you know, doing, do, doing training uh, to companies about, um, you know, the latest technologies and speaking about it. So I guess a mixture of speaking, but also doing, which I think is quite, quite nice. Hmm. That's very helpful. Thanks for explaining all that to me. Um, right, and yeah, I'm, yeah I was going to say you have. You, I was going to say you haven't asked this, and I'm. Uh, you can always edit this out the podcast, but I'm probably getting hounded mm -hmm. by the hotel because I'm in. I'm in quarantine at the moment. Manage quarantine. Oh, no. they're, probably, they're probably they're probably checking up on me to make sure I haven't climbed out of my uh, uh, my win window and escaped my hotel. Uh, so uh, they usually check in every uh, day to make sure that I'm alive. So uh, that was that was. Oh, really, that's uh, funny. The, 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 the yeah, you know, I mean, these days, given the global pandemic, you know. At, hearing interruptions in the background is now just commonplace. I'm waiting for a delivery person to come by so that my dog starts barking. So I think that's just yeah. par for the course, as they say. Yeah. Yeah. Just wait for the knock on the door in a minute, but yeah, uh, it is indeed. So, so, <laughs> I think anyway, no, feel free to fire away. I think I interjected. <laughs> okay, great. And then maybe we'll interview them if they knock on the door. Um, exactly. I'm curious. <laughs> yes, exactly. But yeah, I'm glad you explained all that to me. In fact, it's funny, I just, you know, did a project a few months ago that probably I could have used your help. It was very similar to what you were talking about. So uh, that's great, great to know that that's the kind of work that uh, people can reach out to you about. Perfect. On to a slightly different topic, I'm curious what your view is about paid influencers, particularly in the healthcare space. Yeah, I've, I've sort of got mixed feelings. In, in a way, as I, it's not something that, that I do. Um, may, maybe a little bit of jealousy because it's like it, who wouldn't want to be paid for the, for the content and, and the stuff that they, they promote. Obviously, we've talked about other indirect benefits of raising my profile, you know, getting interesting connections, maybe new business indirectly. Um, so, so I think it's an interesting model, I guess, you know, and obviously people have got their own approach. But, but for me personally, I guess I've got some, some kind of concerns of how to sort of square it off with what I do because I like to publish stuff that's impartial independent obviously i'd want to be transparent if it's if, it, if it's paid promotion you know i sort of struggle with with a bit you know if i said to you oh, tom i know this really great company company x blah 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 everyone should check them out by the way they paid me to say pay me to say that i don't know mm -hmm. i feel there's some you know for me it's a sort of credibility issue but i'm also open to creative ways that it that it that it, that it might be done and how people are um people are approaching it but yeah i i, mm -hmm. I guess i struggle with it personally of, of trying to keep impartial um, but also, you know, having, you know, sort of paid, um, you know, paid sponsors, if you like, if you like. But yeah, not mm -hmm. saying it's not possible, but yeah, yeah, struggle with it a bit. Sure. And so, yeah, transparency obviously is key. If you can do that, 
you know, then you can feel good about what you're doing. Um, but then obviously sometimes that uh, makes people wary of the advice being given. But, yeah, that's definitely a, a tricky thing. Yeah. Now, I'm wondering, I had something on my list that I think we may have already covered, but uh, you've talked about the different types of projects that you might work on. I don't know if there's anything uh, currently you wanted to talk about or maybe even a favorite type of project that we haven't covered. Um yeah, I'm. I'm. I guess my 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 example that I gave sort of probably covered a co- covered a covered a range of projects. I suppose the other the other couple of things that are not directly related to um, digital health, but I think they do link in um, quite quite well. I've I've recently done quite a lot of work on on rare disease, which which does intersect with you know how can technologies and digital health help rare disease patients, find them, support them. Um, so there's definitely definitely a strong overlap. Um, you know, I, f- I find the area interesting. Obviously, the challenges of, of, of rare disease patients, you know, multiple, but even from the, you know, the, the multiple misdiagnoses, um, plus obviously when they do get diagnosed, the challenges of actually often the treatment. So um, that that that's particularly an area of interest for me. And another one which, I guess, it doesn't relate as much to digital health, but kind of what I what I what I do myself in the digital health space and the thought leadership is I quite enjoy the um, if you like the external expert mapping, I did a recent project for for, for, a, for a pharma company um, identifying you know thought leaders in, in the cardiology space, um, and that and that was kind of kind of fun because I'm looking you know looking at you know who are the influencers and obviously with my background and understanding it's it's it, it's 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 quite useful to be able to sort of understand who are the real influencers and and, and who are not and who's kind of faking it. So um, yeah, that's that's a sort of another another if you like. Uh, Set, set of stuff I get involved in, which is kind of fun. Hmm. I'm glad you brought those up. I definitely separately want to talk to you about both of those and how we might overlap and how you might be able to help me because um, I'm interested in Great. both of those areas. Perfect. Um, just kind of taking a step back, where do you see the future of digital health going? Like, what are the trends we should be watching out for? Yeah, I, I think that's 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 a pretty open question. I've got some ideas on that. Um, um, I guess starting to think in terms of maybe a, a macro picture and for, from from a, from a sort of you know if you like a sort of company perspective, um, I think an important one is you know when you think of big tech like Google, Apple, and Amazon, you know I believe they'll they'll really keep growing in this space, um, you know keep innovating, um, getting even more aggressive in terms of acquiring smaller digital health companies, um, you know, and, and I sort of say that as well, because there was some recent news, I think, in, in, the, in the last week of, you know, Google disbanding their Google Health division, and I think Apple um, having a fa- uh, failure in one of their, you know, health health projects, um, you know, and then there's a, a lot of media jumping on, you know, is it, you know, big tech sort of not cut out for, um, you know, healthcare and digital health, which, which I think is nonsense, really, uh, you know, I think there's going to be failure, um, uh, you know, but but I, I definitely see that they'll, they'll keep growing. So um, you know that 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 was certainly one. Um, and then it, it's a stream of consciousness, Tom. So interrupt if you want to pick up on anything. But mm-hmm. uh, it, it, mm-hmm. that kind of brings me on to sort of pharmaceutical companies. Um, you know, part obviously we've seen a lot of partnerships and investment with digital health companies. Um, you know, I've published a lot on this. I won't sort of read them all out now. There's a lot, but they're sort of happening weekly. I think they'll continue to rise, those partnerships, but we're probably going to see more acquisitions in the space. We may even see, bizarrely, tech companies buying pharma companies or at least their um, their assets. 
Uh, and then, again, a related point, we're going to see more consolidation. You know, we're seeing a lot already between, between actual, you know, digital health and tech companies. I mean, think of the announcement in the last 24 hours about the Headspace Meditation app um, and the digital mental health firm, uh, Ginger, announcing a merger and then having, you know, good complementary capabilities there with, you know, with Ginger's reach into sort of health insurance um, health, you know, headspace more from the consumer perspective, and and sort of if you like the data meeting up with 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 the solution. So, um, yeah, I'll stop if you want to ask me anything there. I've got some other examples in terms of specific tech trends, but I think from a from a from a from a, I think it's going to be quite a fascinating landscape from a, you know, if you like uh, the companies that operate it within it and, and the dynamics that they're going to play out in the next few years. No, that's great as a, a big picture, uh, you know, explanation. Thank you. I'm thinking maybe we should do a follow-up at some other point and get, you know, deeper into some of these issues. Um, but as we're kind of wrapping up here, I'm just curious, what historical figure or fictional character do you relate to or inspired by? Yeah, I always find that sort of difficult because sometimes it sort of depends on what you want to be inspired by. You know, I think of in terms of, you know, true grit, never giving up, determination, you know, Winston Churchill comes to mind. But then if you want a role model for like diversity, inclusion, you know, he's probably not your not not your guy. Um, and then, um, you know, I know you only asked for one, but I'm reeling a few out. I mean, always impressed with, with entrepreneurs, you know, like like, you know, people talk about Elon Musk and, 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 and Steve Jobs, you know, particularly around their kind of, if you like, sort of, you know, dreaming sort of the impossible, setting their goals, you know, literally to the stars, um, you know, and, and, um, and achieving them. But, you know, but not to take anything away from them, you know, they've that they, sort of very special mindsets, but obviously they've got, you know, quite a lot of privilege. Uh, I, I think about one particular individual, which I think probably everyone's familiar with, but, you know, Rosa Parks, I think it was 1955, Alabama, she refused to get out of a seat that was designated for a, for a white person. And I feel that she, you know, that, and, and this is someone that, you know, I totally can't relate to in my position, but I feel like I can be inspired by, um, you know, she, she, her refusing to, to budge and refusing to move, you know, for me is more inspirational than, you know, billionaires that are, you know, moving, you know, moving up into, into space, if you like. So, uh, you know, that, that sort of, you know, determination and grit and bravery is, 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 you know, truly inspirational. So I think I've given you about 10 people there, but, um, mm -hmm. yeah, that gives, hopefully that gives I'm you I'm glad flavor. you did. No, I mean, that's, that's a great way of talking about, you know, persistence, reaching for the stars, you know, but then also thinking of it in a way of, you know, more being, uh, you know, in a diversity inclusion kind of point of view saying, you know, even, you know, not billionaires, like you said, going to space, but people that are just going to say, I'm sitting on this bus and I'm not moving and making a difference. So that's fabulous. And it sounds like you are very persistent. So I appreciate you talking us through some of these things. I'm wondering if people want to, you know, follow up with you or read more about what you're up to, you know, where can they find you? Where should they go? Yeah, I'd, I'd say I do most of my stuff on LinkedIn. Um, so, yes, yeah, find me on LinkedIn. I should be pretty easy to find Gary Monk or Gary W. Monk. Um, so, yeah, I, I tend to try, try to sort of post some headline comment for uh, or development, you know, every day or every every two days. Um, and then um, I have a monthly monthly post that I do on, on LinkedIn last month in digital health. So uh, yeah, I definitely recommend going catch, catch up, look at some back issues, see what I post there, see if it's of, of interest. Um, and then if you, if, if you're, if you're open to a bit more uh, sort of, if you like intensive information, 
I, I, I tend to post, you know, more heavily on, on, on Twitter. I tend to use that as sort of repository for my thoughts, what I think is interesting. So I might sort of tweet, you know, 10 times a day on, you know, or more on interesting stuff. So, you know, if you want to follow me on Twitter, you know, Gary Monk, if you get bored, unfollow me. But hopefully the stuff you'll find there, there's, there's mm -hmm. useful, but it gives you a bit more, bit more sort of exposure. So I'd say they're the two, the two main ways to, you know, to keep it. And obviously feel free to contact me and, and reach out to me um, via, via LinkedIn or Twitter as well. Okay, great. Well, I'll make sure to post both of those on the website, uh, both for Twitter and LinkedIn. I'm sure we'll be following what you're saying. And I also know that you're on Clubhouse, so I may jump into one of your rooms and hear more about what you have to say. All right, well, thanks so much for chatting with me today, and I look forward to uh, another conversation. Great. Um, thanks, Tom. Sounds, uh, sounds great. Looking forward to it. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. Please check out medtechchat.com for more podcasts and blogs. See you there.